Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Oxbow Rum Distillery, local family grown small batch rum, embodying the essence of Louisiana sugarcane harvest. OxbowRumDistillery.com. From Nola Pizza in the Nola Brewing Tap Room on Chapatula Street in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Rashidi, Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and director of the award winning Birken Road Reports. It's business, New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Rashidi. Welcome to Out to Lunch. In September 2022, Apple announced the release of the iPhone 14. Since the creation of iPhone in 2007, Apple has been responsible for almost every major innovation in cellular communications. Patents notwithstanding, these innovations almost always find their way onto other operating systems. So what starts out on the iPhone ends up on every phone. Apple iPhone 14 innovation is the addition of satellite service. Gone are the days of your phone not working when you're at sea, when you're hiking in Nepal, or you're out on a tractor in rural Louisiana. For millions of people worldwide, out of the range of cell towers, this is a major development. It's also a revolutionary lifesaver for people who find themselves in danger someplace remote and need emergency medical or rescue services. You might think Apple would turn to SpaceX to provide this kind of global satellite service, but they didn't. They turned to a telecommunications and satellite company called Thermo Global Star. Thermo Global Star is headquartered in Covington, Louisiana. The executive director of the board of the company is Jay Monroe. Jay, this is the biggest news in Covington since they opened the Desi Vegas Steakhouse. It's a ma massive win for your company. Congratulations, and welcome back out to, to lunch. Thank you, Peter. It's been an amazing ride to get this service put into oh, that iPhone. I bet it. Uh, I bet it has. You don't need me to tell you that wherever you go in the world, you'll never find any place quite like New Orleans. However, because New Orleans is flat, the only way you get a bird's eye view of what our expansive city looks like is if you happen to be in someone's office in one of the downtown high-rise buildings like Place St. Charles or Canal Place. In that case, you're probably there to see an attorney, so you're probably not in a frame of mind to be gazing out the window enjoying the view. Here's some good news. You can now enjoy a bird's eye view of the city of New Orleans without worrying about running up those billable hours. View Orleans, spelled V-U-E, is an observation deck on the 33rd and 34th floors of the Four Seasons Hotel. On the 34th floor, you're outside, on the roof. Inside, on the 33rd floor, you can interact with a series of high-tech installations and recreate experiences that are unique to New Orleans. View Orleans is part of the transformation of the World Trade Center into the Four Seasons Hotel. This transformation was designed and built by Woodward Design and Build, one of the largest design and construction companies in the Gulf South. The president and CEO of Woodward Design and Build is Paul Flower. Paul, welcome out to lunch. Oh, thank you, glad to be here. Jay, for your company, landing this deal with Apple to provide satellite service for the iPhone is literally as big as it gets. You're now the provider of an innovation that will end up on millions of phones. We found out about this new satellite cell service on the day Apple announced it in September of 2022, but you've presumably been working on this for some time. Can you walk me through how this deal came together? Did 
somebody from Apple call you? Did you have to bid for it? How, how did it all happen? Well, it, um, I met Tim Cook a bunch oh. of years ago and proposed this idea. It went quiet for two years in the organization, and then I got a call in early 2019, and we worked on it in earnest um, from the beginning of 2019 all the way through the announcement um, and the service offering, which took place last Wednesday um, when they turned the service on. So it's been almost four years. Wow. Yeah. Not an overnight success. That's Not an uh, overnight success. They, uh, who are you um, competing against? I mean, well, at this moment, no one. There are other people that are saying they're going to bring a service that's similar. Um, time will tell whether they can do it. We know how complicated it is uh, and how long it took us to accomplish it. Um, so we'll see whether anybody else can do it. Um, but uh, we anticipate a few years where uh, Apple is the only company in that market. Now, Paul, I understand that VU Orleans came about as a condition of your agreement to transform the World Trade Center into the Four Seasons. The condition was apparently a kind of a vague lease requirement that stipulated you had to provide something in the building for the general public. I guess you could have provided just the 34th floor observation deck, but what you've ended up providing is a high-tech interactive experience that costs $25 million to create. To recover that kind of outlay, you need people to show up and pay to experience it. The estimated attendance at VU Orleans is 500,000 people a year. That seems like more people than you'd expect to stay at the hotel or go into the restaurants in the building. So two questions. One, is VU Orleans being marketed as a tourist attraction? And two, who owns VU Orleans? Is it the Four Seasons? Is it you, the city? Who's responsible for marketing and operating Orleans. Sure. Well, first of all, let me say that the owner of uh, the Four Seasons building is a corporation called Two Canal Owner, LLC, and that's made up of uh, our development company and Carpenter and Company and Alan Leventhal's company out of Boston, both of them. So it was, the development was uh, led by the three of us. And Woodward Design Build is, was a joint venture partner in the construction, as you, as you said. So you're right. It was this uh, minor thing in the unspecified thing in our lease with the city. And uh, we concentrated on getting the hotel designed and everything. And this, and this came about, and it, it started out by saying, well, we don't want to do a museum or just have people walk up. We want something that can really teach people about the culture of our city. Well, really why our culture is what it is. And that grew and grew and grew into what it is now. And we hired Larry Powell, uh, the author of The Accidental City, and Skip Gates out of Harvard uh, to uh, make sure we were historically accurate. And I've got to admit, that we got a little bit carried away with it <laughs> because, <laughs> because we might have exceeded our budget by just a little bit. Uh, so it's really the, the company, two canal owner and the joint developers are responsible for marketing it. Now, we are um, in our ramp up period and we uh, are pleased with the fact that it's, we're continually on an upward trajectory, but we have a ways to go to get there. We think it's something that locals 
and regional people will enjoy. You will walk in there. You will find out things about New Orleans that you've never known. Even us. Even even you, Peter. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and you'll find out things you've never known, and they're historically accurate. Uh, you'll see a view. Actually, the 31st, fourth floor, excuse me, is not was not there originally. That was the roof Wait a of the was that building. The Club? No, no, no. Plimsoll Club was on the thirtieth uh, floor. And by the way, you can have a you can buy a, a penthouse condominium on the thirtieth right floor Jeez. if you'd like. I need I to talk to you about that, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, so we're on the thirty-first floor, fourth floor. Excuse me. Was the roof of the building. And there was a reporter from the Advocate at that point that was, oh no, it was the Times Union at that time, NOLA.com, who wanted to see it before it started. And we saw this rickety old ladder going up. Uh, and so we climbed up this rickety old ladder and got on the roof and said, wow, what a view. You see the lake, you can almost see the gulf, you see yeah. the river and the city. Like no place else in the city that you can see. And so I called my partner Alan Leventhal said, you got to come down here and get up on this roof and view it. And he did. And then he comes up with the idea, well, we need to add a floor to this building. That's part of the reason we're over budget. So, well, you know, but, talk about being way up in the air. Jay, these satellites, I mean, I'm picturing satellites sent up by like NASA way, way up there. Yours are different. Yes, ours are low Earth orbiting satellites, and they are at 800 miles, plus or minus, and they zoom around the Earth at 17,000 miles an hour. So they go, we've got, we've got about 30 of them at this moment, and they navigate the globe constantly every couple hours. And so the coverage is the same wherever you are, which I think is one of the reasons why the service makes a lot of sense to a company like Apple, because if they want to offer the service elsewhere in other countries, and they certainly will at some point or another. Um, they've got a rollout for the United States, for Canada, for Europe, but it covers everywhere. And so that kind of, of uh, satellite architecture gave them the ability to be anywhere in the world as soon as they decide they want to be in it. And by the way, I have friends that uh, go fishing in deep water and such, and they tell me you're the only reason they're alive. <laughs> it's uh, so the, uh, it's, uh, I think, Paul, I want to ask a a uh, question you not to be cynical or anything but when new instances come into new orleans uh i remember the the casino i remember the aquarium they tend to overestimate how many people are going to come how do you get the number five hundred thousand? well we're not there yet and it's uh it hasn't been helpful that we've just gone through covid and the economy is not quite there um we think that uh we should be able to get about a third locals and in a year, a third locals and two thirds tourists. Um, you know, we get about 11,000 out of the region tourists coming here, 11 million, excuse me, tourists coming here every year. And we're right in the dead center of the city. We're between the convention center, the French Quarter and Many, many people, tourists, walk down Canal Street to uh, the Spanish Plaza and the Riverwalk. So we think ultimately we'll get there. We're not close to that now, um, and it may take a while for us to get there. But we are almost, uh, we just started up six months ago, 
and we are just about at an operational break-even point, and we think from here we're going to be in the black. We got we, By April, we ought to be seeing ourselves well into the black. And Jay, I guess people think the, the deal, one of the things it did, in addition to bringing in a lot of revenue down the road and all, was that it really validated you guys. It did. It did. It's, uh, you know, to have the partner um, and Apple at your side is a game changer, of course, um, for us. And uh, there were a lot of people in the industry that never felt like you could do technically what we're doing. Um, we always believed it was possible, but it took a long time in working out the kinks um, with us and the Apple guys in order to make that service truly available. It is extraordinary. Um, if you take your iPhone 14 outside uh, and you do a little demo with it, it's got a little demo mode, uh, it is truly amazing. Um, so no matter where you are, if, as long as you're in the footprint, uh, then you're going to be able to, you know, you'll be able to get saved. Uh, and this is something, you know, that Global Star has done for a long time. You've been sure. familiar with the Spot product. Well, the Spot product is for a relatively discreet base of customers um, that are real outdoors people and therefore going into harm's way. And that, that product, we, we do, we initiate on average 1.6 rescues per day. Per day? Per day. Um, and some number of those are true life saves. Some of them are something else, a little bit more benign, a broken leg or whatever. But, you know, a broken leg can become deadly right. uh, if you're in the wrong place. So that's, that's what we're able to do. Um, so you can just imagine what the opportunity looks like um, for Apple when it comes to saving lives. I mean, it's a, it's a humanitarian thing as much as anything else from their perspective. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Raschuti. I'm talking with Jay Monroe from Global Star, the company that's providing Apple with satellite technology for the iPhone, and Paul Flower, developer of View Orleans, the interactive experience and observation deck at the Four Seasons Hotel. Paul, it's a great project, and people love what you've done over there, but it took a lot longer than people thought it was. What were the reasons? Well, uh, as you know, this was a uh, competition uh, to get the lease from basically the New Orleans Building Corporation, which is effectively the city. And there was a frivolous lawsuit that delayed us for two years. Um, ultimately, we won that. In fact, the guy that filed suit never showed up for the trial when we finally got a court date. Uh, so that delayed us two years. And when you look at that two years, that also threw us into five months of high river. We were shut down. We, you can't put it together if the river's too high? Well, you can't. Uh, the, when the river was over 15 feet, you can't dig foundations. And we were 90% through with the foundations when the core shut us down. And that year happened to be the year that it stayed above 15 feet for five months. It beat the old record by two months. So, Not a record you want to beat. So the two, <laughs> the two wings, the new wings of the building were delayed for five months. And then you had COVID, and then you had three hurricanes and a tornado and a few other things that delayed it. And uh, we also... We also found at last in, in the old building that there were a few things that we didn't anticipate. So it's been a long journey. But what New Orleans has right now is a five diamond hotel, the second largest four seasons in the world. And it is a couple of levels above anything we had before. 
and it's going to bring people to this city and is bringing people to this city that would not come otherwise because we didn't have a five-star hotel. And the fact that we have View Orleans and it's an interactive uh, 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 attraction and observation deck where you can learn about the city, learn about our culture, learn why we like we are like we are and its history and a unique history and we just are very proud of it and it is kind of a uh, hidden city i mean you know where we are now the you have the big wall on uh on chapatillas you can't see what's going on at the port and everything so oh the uh, view there uh, not just in the hotel as well as in the observation tower is really unique i mean you see algiers you see the bend of the river you can see the lake uh, it's 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 really is something, and if you're up there on the 33rd floor with the augmented reality stations, you know you can point it at Algiers, and it'll tell you, it'll bring up, okay, there's Algiers Courthouse. Here's the history of it. Everybody, maybe everybody doesn't know, but Algiers was the second oldest city here. I think it was um, established a year after New Orleans. Uh, Jay. Um you know, a lot of people would look at this as like, oh, this is what they've been waiting for all this time, and this is it. Like, uh, this is the most money they'll ever make. Are there other things down the road that could be as big or bigger for you? There are. There are. There are two vast areas for Global Star, and we're exploring both and 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 um, taking action on both. Um, one is the whole world of IoT, which is um, Internet of Things, and it's small bit data. Um, which we have an almost unlimited amount of in the constellation, the way the constellation is architected. We also have a partner um, that will make things available to us that we couldn't do on our own, of course, that's Apple. Uh, and they're paying for, through a f- series of mechanisms discussed in our SEC filings, a new constellation. So we have, we have longevity, um, we've got a huge amount of capacity, uh, and there's this burgeoning marketplace for industrial IoT. That's a big deal for us. The other monster deal, which might eclipse everything that we've talked about, um, is our terrestrial spectrum opportunity. Um, this spectrum that we have that operates the satellite network also is available to us everywhere around the planet um, because of the way the, the satellites work. So we were granted Spectrum in the 90s, which cannot be replicated again today. Spectrum went from who cares to everybody cares. Um, and Global Star sits on this huge supply of it that can be used for terrestrial services as well, cellular services. Apple put our Spectrum in the iPhone 14, and they'll put it in all devices in the future that have the satellite connectivity. So we have a, a, a Spectrum asset that is a bit ephemeral, but nonetheless important and financially uh, ju- just enormous. Paul, we had a show during COVID where we had five guests and they were talking about maybe this is an opportunity to change the city. And one of the things that came up was that change the kind of tourists we bring and, you know, kind of not so much uh, less people, you know, getting drunk in the French Quarter and falling down and more people that would really appreciate the culture. And this right. seems to fit this. That's one of the reasons we did it. You know, if you if you put all 11 million, try, well, they're not here all at the same time, but the French Quarter can only hold so many people. And, you know, it's, it's, it's 
really New Orleans needs more attractions than just that. And, and we do have some museums around, but we decided this couldn't be a museum. It has to be interactive, touchless interactive, by the way. And uh, that's a COVID, uh, left uh-huh. over from COVID. <laughs> and, um, and it needs to be fun. It needs to be uh, unique. It needs to be historically accurate. And it needs to be educational. And, and we hope that this is another attraction that people will come to see in New Orleans. And we've, the city needs several more because we can't put everybody in the French Quarter. And uh, uh, so that's part of what we and why we wanted to do that. You know, it would seem to me it would be a great first thing for uh, a tourist to see. I mean, you'd get like an overview and maybe these are the things I want to do while I'm here. It's, it, we, we kinda, it could be the concierge for the city. The, uh, the hotel uh, business uh, use that fancy right. term. So, so, you know, you spend a two, hour and a half, two hours up there, you will learn more about this city, uh, not just uh, its people, its people, its food, its, uh, its, its history, uh, its, its customs, its music. Uh, there's a movie on on it, uh, how it developed and how the Haitians came over, uh, people came over from Haitia, uh, helped develop it. And then you can go up on the 33rd, 34th floor and you can see all of this. And, and in two hours, if you don't know much about this city, you will learn an awful lot about this city and you'll learn, well, gee, this is maybe, maybe I want to go see this in more detail. Maybe I do want to go to the historic New Orleans collection, or maybe I want to go see Algiers, or maybe I want to go see the Zazarak Museum, or uh, uh, St. Louis Cathedral, or Cabildo, or Treme. Might even make somebody or, stay an extra day or something. Or, or me, we would like that too. Yeah. And yeah, we, we can uh... put them up at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> now, Jay, um, you are rare in that there aren't that many publicly traded companies in Louisiana, and you are. Did that make more difficult to do what you're doing? It's a double-edged sword. Um, The scrutiny that Global Star has been under because it's public um, has been challenging, of course. Uh, But the access to capital is the benefit. Uh, And we had access to capital. And um, maybe you can argue that without us being as visible as you are as a public company, that perhaps we wouldn't have been able uh, to uh, have the folks at, at Apple take us as seriously. I don't know, you, you know, you right. kind of never know that. And we have a roughly $4 billion enterprise value now. Um, and so even though our stock price looks low, there are a lot of shares out there. Right. Um, and the result is that it's a very, you know, it's a very significant business um, for the New Orleans area. It's also very techy um, and, and that's nice. Um, and it's a small company as well. We've got uh, 325 employees, of which maybe two or 250 of them are here. And so you can get everything that you need. Uh, you don't need you know, 5,000 engineers. You need five engineers in this category or that category or another category. So Louisiana has been an absolute godsend when we moved here. It just couldn't have worked out any better. Um, and you know we're uh, we're we're uh, you know happy to be doing what we're doing right here. Um, everybody knows that Louisiana people are can do, and you know Global Star has been a work in process 
uh, forever. So it's 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 great to have people from Louisiana doing and it. Everybody listening to the show is so thrilled that you're here, and we've got this this tech uh, center kind of kind of growing here. But I have to ask you, why not Silicon Valley? Isn't aren't there a boatloads and boatloads of engineers. Well, we actually moved from Silicon Valley. We were in right outside of San Jose, uh, and to say it was difficult is to understate it. Um, it was, uh, you're, you're in the middle of the Silicon Valley, so people that were working at Globus, everybody wanted to work somewhere else. You know, they wanted to work at, at what was then you know, Yahoo, or they wanted to work at Google, or they wanted to work at Apple, or the Cisco, and the names go on and on and on. So we had a very difficult time, except in pure space segment, um, attracting uh, employees. And so we decided to move it, uh, and we moved it here, bought a company in Louisiana that had technology extremely important to where we ended up even with Apple. Uh, and we bought them and decided, hell, let's, let's move our company there instead of trying to get those guys to come out to California. And man, did that ever work out. So, Paul, I was wondering, when you were talking about this, is there any other place in the city where you can get a 360 view like you get at the top of that building, anything like that elevation? There really is not. As uh, Peter said, you can, pay, you can go up to the top of... Uh, Plus St. Charles and, and pay your lawyers a lot of money, but, but you really don't get this 360 view. And what's more, we're sitting at the foot of Canal Street, which is an unbelievable historic location. And you have a view of the, of the city, the river, the lake, even the Gulf on a good day that you just can't get anyplace else. So it was again walking up on top of that roof and having my partner go up there and look at it he says wow this is a great view we got to add a floor so but you really cannot so you can just go down i can just go down there and and we have you uh there's a web page you can order a ticket for a particular time slot or you can go down there and buy a ticket uh just go on anytime up. you want to it's right on the foot of Canal Street. It's on the north side of the building. It's kind of separate from the hotel, but in the building. Uh-huh. Wow. So, yeah. You know, I've, I've got to uh, thank you and also ask you a question. You know, one of the things this state and this city needs, and we see it in development, is to diversify our economy. And you've helped us do that. And uh, because we, we're so dependent upon tourism and the hospitality business and outside equity and lenders look at that and therefore don't want to come down here so two things I, I was wondering how you came down here in, in terms of um, uh, why you came down here did you have any trouble getting capital that you needed and two how could you how could Louisiana attract more businesses like you, yours um, well, well, we came here um, for the reasons that I mentioned already. You know, it was difficult to work in California. Global Star, when when my company acquired it, had been bankrupt, and from the perspective of the organization, it was just not fixable. Uh, and I, I I know how to fix things, and I couldn't fix it, so it needed to be uprooted. Uh, and this opportunity came when we acquired the other company I was describing. And so we wanted to come here. 
we got huge support uh, from the city, Michael Hecht. Um, we got huge support from the governor um, at that time, Jindal, uh, and his Office of Economic Development. They helped us in immeasurable ways and still do, including the St. Tammany Parish uh, Board that helps us to this day on a, a ton of things that are employee-based and, and tying us into available uh, opportunities with the state. Um, we have since um, tried to grow our own uh, satellite engineers, things like that. So we're, we're out in the schools uh, and, and getting graduates and encouraging um, the, the schools to provide, the colleges, uh, to provide classes that will be a feeder for us. The state is doing that. Michael Hecht is doing that. Everybody's doing it. So it's it's really been uh, it, it's been support all the way, 360. Um, that's, from, terri- from the state. that's terrific because I've heard in, in many cases, especially when companies are trying to scale up, that they have a hard time finding the human capital here. So it's good to but know that you've been able to do we, that. We have, and uh, and if if we did have to have thousands, um, it might be a different challenge for us. Uh, and of course, the world post-COVID is a little bit different too. What does the office look like in the future? Um, that's that's a challenge uh, to us. Um, we of course want folks back in the office because this culture that was built at Global Star is truly second to none, um, and it gets diffused if no one's you know in the office yucking it up. Right. You know, it's fun. I mean, this is you know Southern Louisiana. Uh, you know, bon ton roule, oui. Right. You know, uh, you mentioned Michael Heck. He was instrumental in helping us. You know, we had to raise $135 million of equity for this project, and he was helpful not only with that, but also uh, Lender was out of London, and mm-hmm. he does a great job for the city. What, where did the equity come from? All over the world. So uh, all over the country, uh, a couple of sovereign funds out of the Middle East, mm-hmm. um, We've raised some locally here, and of course, the three major partners put what I think is a significant amount of equity okay. in it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, and it's it's difficult to do that in New Orleans. Yeah. And Jay, you know, we have people on the show that are very enthusiastic about what they're doing, but you are literally all in. When you, you and I spoke before, we referred to it as a Sisyphean task, you know, and it has been that. Um, but it feels like we finally got the rock over the top of the hill and it rolled down the other side instead of on our head for a while. And it's, you know, it's, it's a good feeling. It seems like ever since humans started walking on Earth, we've looked up and wished we could fly like birds to experience the freedom of flight, but also to see what they see from up there. For centuries, in lieu of flying, we climbed to the highest point we could get to, and we often built fortifications and even whole villages there. While our ancestors were scaling hilltops, they were communicating with each other over great distances with all kinds of innovations from drumming to to carrier pigeons. The point we've reached today is extraordinary. Satellite cell phone technology makes it possible for a person, even in the most remote location on Earth, to communicate with anybody anywhere. What's equally amazing is that this final frontier has been crossed by technology created in Covington, Louisiana. While you're pondering Covington-powered radio waves bouncing through the heavens, you can go from five feet below sea level up 34 floors in an elevator and look down on the city below. At View Orleans in the Four Seasons, 
hotel building. Jay and Paul, it's been enlightening to even just scratch the surface of everything you're up to. Thank you both for taking the time to join me today on Out to Lunch. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Jay Monroe, Executive Chairman of the Board of Directors of Thermo Global Star, and Paul Flower, developer of View Orleans and President and CEO of Woodward Design and Build. We edited the show to fit into our time slot here on WWNO. You can hear our unedited conversations and find out more about Jay's satellites and Paul's buildings by listening to the Out to Lunch podcast. You can find and subscribe to the Out to Lunch podcast on your podcast app and on our website, itsneworleans.com. If you want to know what we all look like, you can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Out to Lunch social media. These photos were taken today by Jill LaFleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com and WWNO 89.9 FM. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. And our researcher is Maggie Mendel. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the lunch table for more business, New Orleans style, on Out to Lunch. Out to Lunch was recorded live over lunch at the NOLA Brewing Tap Room, 3001 Chapatula Street, open seven days a week. NOLA Brewing Tap Room has a wide variety of craft beers and authentic hand-tossed New York-style city pizza by NOLA Pizza. More information is at nolabrewing.com. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Oxbow Rum Distillery, local family-grown small batch rum, embodying the essence of Louisiana sugarcane harvest. OxbowRumDistillery.com. And by... Basics Swim and Gym and Basics Underneath Fine Lingerie. Mitchell Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can hear Mitchell's music anywhere great jazz is sold or streamed and at MitchellForeman.com. If you'd like to be part of Out to Lunch, there's one sponsor slot open for 2023. To learn how your business or organization can become an Out to Lunch program partner, email info at inobroadcasting.com.